You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. She calls Danny. Fans, we have a great show for you today where we're going to talk about week one in the NFL. Oh, boy. A whole lot went down. Let me just say that one of the most interesting games uh, this weekend was, or this Sunday, was the Steelers and Bengals. It, where the Steelers pulled this thing out 23-20 to 20 in overtime, and it seemed like the Steelers were going to run away with this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow, he just threw interception after interception. Joe, Joe Burrow, who threw four interceptions, man, 338 yards, two touchdowns. But, boy, I thought the Steelers were going to run away with this game. The Steelers' offense is not that great. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, T.J. Watt got hurt, could be out for the season. Uh, MRI, I'm pretty certain, will – dictate that but man what a game uh between divisional rivals danny what say you pittsburgh has the lead and cincinnati comes back cincinnati ties the game with two seconds left in the game jamar chase catches this crazy pass for a touchdown cincinnati's long snapper got hurt so Mm -hmm. they had to substitute their long snapper in which ended up costing them that game he snaps the ball. Pittsburgh blocks extra point. They go to OT. Cincinnati has another opportunity to win the game. Long snapper snaps the ball. Laces are towards the kicker, towards McPherson. He shanks it. <laughs> Pittsburgh misses a field goal. Cincinnati ends up going down. Joe Burrow fumbles. Cincinnati or Pittsburgh gets the ball back, goes down, drives, kicks the field goal at the end. Timing spot. It was the craziest game, man, to start the season off. Like you mentioned, TJ Watt got hurt. Najee Harris went down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It looked nasty, but he got up off the field. So curious to see how long he may be out if he's out because his leg got bent nasty when they mm-hmm. fell on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was definitely a great game to kick off the season. Another one, Jason, was the Tennessee Titans and the New York Giants. Man, come on, man. <laughs> I step away from the TV, doing some other stuff. All of a sudden, they they come back uh, into the game. The Giants uh, were down 20 to 19. They decide to go for two. They're on the road. Mm-hmm. Scored a two-point conversion. Tennessee has an opportunity to win the game. Missed the field goal <laughs> to win the game. Come on, it was man. like that all day. It was come a great on. first week of football just due to – all the craziness that was going on with a lot of these games that are very competitive and mm-hmm. teams coming back. And then let me add to that, Danny. Saquon Barkley, 18 carries for 164 yards and a touchdown, man. Mm-hmm. I think he is back. He is definitely back. And I would just say to that, I believe this is a contract year. Yeah. So we'll see how Saquon does. As Saquon goes, so does the New York Giants, it seems like. So we'll see what happens with the New York Giants. Yep. 
And that was a statement game for them, man, to go for two. Mm-hmm. They're trying to change the culture. Mm-hmm. The Giants have been just losing just consistently over the last few years. And mm-hmm. this is something that could change the momentum of a team. Something as small as a, a victory in week one by one point. It may seem minuscule, like in the grand scheme of things, but that's something that can change a culture. So very Great. curious to see how they um, progress during the season and how Saquon holds up. Agreed there. I think another intriguing game, I did not get a chance to fully watch this game, Danny, uh, but I've just been really interested in the Miami Dolphins for some reason. Mm-hmm. For everything that happened with uh, Brian Flores and, and Dahl, Yep. Uh, yeah, I was really interested to see how this Miami Dolphins team would react to not only that new coaching staff, but then also uh, new uh, acquisitions during the offseason. And let me just say, it seemed like Miami has something going down there, man. They have something going on down there, 20 to 7, and where they beat the Patriots. Uh, Tua ended up with 270 yards with a touchdown. Uh, Tyreek Hill, eight receptions for 94 yards. I, I think Miami is for real, Danny. I think they sense that we got to really compete here uh, in the uh, AFC East, where uh, obviously the Patriots are in and the Jets along with the Dolphins and, oh boy, the Buffalo Bills, who obviously – wreck shopped on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So that Miami is a team to really look out for, in my opinion. What say you, Danny? I agree, Jason. That defense is tough. They they came out and they locked down the Patriots offense. Mac Jones didn't do too much. And I was very curious to see how Tyreek Hill played in this game. Mm-hmm. And Tua got him the ball. Mm-hmm. And if Tua's gonna play like that, I think he needs to be a little more explosive as the season goes on to give them a a really legitimate shot to do some damage in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But it was a great start for Miami. So good to see Tua and Tyreek get on the same page, and we'll see what they do in week two. The interesting game, I I went back and forth on this game, Danny, the Colts and Texans. Um, Let me just say, I don't know how I really feel about a game ending in a tie. <laughs> and that's what happened with the Colts and Texans. I just feel, man, you all have worked the whole week to get to Sunday and it ends up in a tie. Mm-hmm. I just think the NFL needs to do something about that. I know it's incumbent upon the offense and defense of the respective teams to make a stop and, and score and things of that nature. But, man, something's got to be done about this tie situation, man. I just don't get it, man. But uh, needless to say, Colts and Texans ends in the tie, Dan. What say you? Jason, I'm going to be watching the Colts with a side eye all year long because <laughs> I got to keep my eyes to see what Matt Ryan's doing. And yesterday the Texans were up 20-3. to mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan and – and crew brought them back. Jonathan Taylor had 161 yards, scored a touchdown. Pittman mm-hmm. had over 120 yards and a touchdown. I think Matt Ryan, it was just he he was a little shaky and probably some nerves. You know, his first game being in the Colts uniform, or, uh, you know, a regular season game. 
but he he got under control in the second half. Mm-hmm. But to tie the Texans, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, Come on, man. But it's the first game. And Come the Colts on, did, if you remember last year, the Colts did this with Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They went mm-hmm. down Jacksonville and lost. And, sure. and they, I don't know what it is. It, it, some teams, man, that just start off slow in that first week. And mm-hmm. we'll get to one of them in particular um, that you cheer for soon. But here we go, man. But Matt Ryan, <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on him, man, because, you know, being a Falcon for as long as he was, I just want to see how he's doing and vested interest in that team. So Jonathan Taylor is a Badger. And they have a good thing going, but to tie mm-hmm. the Texans, man, I hope that doesn't come to bite them in the end. And Danny, one of the games that I was really most interested in for the weekend, honestly, was the Raiders against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And where the Chargers actually won 24 19. Uh, Devontae Adams, and this is the reason why I really wanted to tune in, man. I really wanted to see what Devontae Adams is going to do. Hey, man. Vontae Adams had 10 receptions for 141 yards and a touchdown. And at one point, while watching, even watching the Green Bay Packers Vikings game, Mm -hmm. they actually put up (laughs) Devontae Adams stats in the Packers Vikings game. Mm -hmm. They put up his stats at that particular moment in time, and they had how many receptions he had and how many yards he had and touchdowns versus the whole receiving core of the Green Bay Packers. Let me just say this about Green Bay Packers. Danny, we told them so. Mm-hmm. We knew this was going to happen. As soon as they got rid of Devontae, the question was, who's going to catch the ball? Instead of getting Jordan Love, I should have gotten the number one receiver. You could have groomed them for now two, three years yep. and been ready for Devontae Adams to leave. But now look at you. Look at you. Very first offensive play for the Packers. What happens? The rookie drops the ball. 75-yard pass right in the hands. Mm-hmm. He drops it, which would have been a touchdown. And I think that was just really the start of it. I mean, there were routes that weren't synced up and it was a mess, man, from an offensive standpoint. You got to get credit to the the, the, uh, Minnesota Vikings, but man, I just think the Packers look absolutely terrible. Now, I knew the Packers were going to lose this game. I said it. Fans look at our preview show uh, and everything, but I said that the Packers were going to split against the Vikings and split it against the Detroit Lions. Uh, this is holding up so far to be true. And I'll just say, I don't know what the hell happens to the Packers defense against uh, Jefferson. Jefferson, the wide receiver for um, Minnesota Vikings, had nine receptions for 184 yards and two touchdowns. Are you kidding me? There were so many times when he was wide open. Danny. Yep. I know the defense held the Vikings to 23 points. But, man, come on, man. This bend, don't break type situation, I just don't know if it's going to be uh, sustainable. Until this offense really, really gels, we're going to have to rely upon the defense. And this bend, don't break situation, I just don't think it's going to be a good look. Now, this is only week one. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened to the Packers 
last year and where they messed things up. But this is a new season and same things happened so far. So, hey, we'll see what happens, man. I did predict uh, the Packers to lose this game, Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what say you? Yeah, Jason, that was deflating when Christian Watson dropped that ball. And if he catches that ball, I think it's a different game. I think everyone's mm-hmm. saying that if you listen to the pundits, but I think it's true as well. I think it's something that once something like that happens and then Minnesota got some, they kind of woke Minnesota up mm-hmm. and Minnesota's defensive line was all over Rogers all game long. Mm-hmm. They got a couple good licks on them. Zadarius Smith got a couple good hits on. You know he wanted to get – it was a get-back game, right? He got his, yep. The Packers did have their opportunities. They got stuffed on a fourth and one. Dylan got, you know, stopped at the one-yard line, and Minnesota took advantage of that. So it's one of those things where it is week one, and some of these teams that don't play in the preseason, don't play a lot of their players in the preseason, it's just a – chemistry i think it comes down to chemistry so where you see some of these games where you're like all right this team should blow this team out but people didn't play and there's timing issues and things like that over time that'll work itself out so real-time action will fix that so Mm -hmm. the packers have the bears next week the bears came the bears look well they're playing in monsoon Come on, man. And like five inches of water on Come the on, field. Man. But in the first half, they didn't, the receivers didn't have a catch. Come on, man. So we, I don't we, know. 49ers just totally messed that game up. But I see the Packers getting right against the Bears next week and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Sunday night, and we'll see what they do after that. Yeah, they'll, they'll get right, man. I'm not worried about the Bears, man. So, Jason, there's one more game we just want to hit on, uh, and it involved the Atlanta Falcons. And the New Orleans Saints. Jason, as a Falcons fan, you're sitting there. I see the lead, fourth quarter, up 2016. Things are going our way. And then the Falcons do what the Falcons do. They, there is no lead safe. And I don't know how we break this, where it's, we have a new set. Of, there's still a couple guys left over from the Super Bowl run, but it's just like this cloud over our team. Man. <laughs> In the fourth quarter, we cannot, we cannot close the game. There's no way, probability-wise, they should have lost this game, but they did. And mm-hmm. a couple key factors: Jameis Winston, who mm-hmm. coming into the fourth quarter. At 50 yards passing, he turned into Joe Montana in the fourth quarter. He went 13 (laughs) of 14 for 212 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know if the defense got tired. A.J. Terrell, Mike Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas made his, you know, his return. And he Mm -hmm. had two touchdowns. He made A.J. Terrell look bad. And I was like, okay, he had the first touchdown. Maybe let's shadow Michael Thomas when we're getting – if they're in the red zone. Nope, mm-hmm. they left him one-on-one, and he ate him alive. Mm-hmm. This is the old Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. pre-ankle injury and all that other stuff that was going on with him before, you know, he was out. 
And Atlanta had their opportunities to close the game out, and they couldn't. And mm-hmm. so New Orleans, Jameis Winston threw a bomb, and they caught it, and they got in field goal range, kicked the field goal. We did have an opportunity to win the game, but our kid got blocked. It was mm-hmm. just disaster from the get-go when they snapped the ball. But Mariota had a good game. He had 215 yards, 20 of 33, had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Drake London had a good game for his rookie, you know, his first game as a rookie. Cordero Patterson had 120 yards rushing. So everything was set up. We had ball control. We had everything going. In that fourth quarter, once again, man, came back to bite us. So I, we have the Rams next week on the road. And you know they're going to be ready to <laughs> beat somebody down and – of course, we're going into L.A., into SoFi Stadium. But Come on, man. I'm hoping that the team can at least hang around in that game and don't get, you know, this one's demoralizing to the nth degree. So let's see how they, they respond and how they do. But it's tough, man, being a Falcons fan. It's tough, Jay. And, Danny, there was one other game here that – think it's worth noting the Buccaneers against the Cowboys Sunday night football where the Buccaneers actually won this game 19 to three Tom Brady uh, pedestrian numbers 18 for 27 212 yards one touchdown but I think the game plan for the Buccaneers was just to go ahead and run the ball mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette man 21 carries on 27 yards man he was just man doing his thing man so uh, this is really interesting, and uh, man, listen, I, Danny, I thought there was going to be a little bit more firepower coming from the Cowboys than three points. I mean, you have Ezekiel Elliott who had 10 carries for 52 yards. I'm thinking that they would feed him more or would have fed him more, uh, quite honestly. So I don't know, man. There's some things that still has to be worked out in Dallas. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I think he's definitely on a hot seat at this juncture. C.D. Lamb only had two catches for 29 yards. You kidding me? Unfortunately, Dak Prescott got injured. It seems like Dak Prescott has broken his thumb, might be out six to eight weeks. Don't know what Cowboys are going to do. I think now their mindset has to be, let's just kind of get through this six to eight weeks Mm -hmm. best that we can until Dak returns. Um, But before Dak left, man, he – his numbers were atrocious. Cowboys look terrible. And we'll see what happens during the six to eight weeks, Danny. What say you? Jason, another game near and dear to my heart. So Julio Jones made his debut as a Buccaneer. And Julio Jones looked pretty damn good. <laughs> he was running routes. He had, some, he had speed. He looked. Like a couple years ago, Julio, he didn't look like last year. Mm-hmm. He just was never right last year in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But he looked fluid. He made a night. He made two nice catches last night. One deep ball. I think it was like forty-eight yards. He ended up with three catches for sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. He almost made another one. Uh, Tom Brady put it a little too low for him, but he almost pulled it in anyway. Mm-hmm. So Godwin did get hurt last night, and we're waiting to see what the result is. They suspect it's a hamstring and he may be out a couple weeks but they haven't really said yet but to have julio jones as your third receiver and russell gage as your fourth 
to pair with Mike Evans and Godwin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once Brady gets his rhythm going and you got Fournette running the ball the way he was last night, they're going to be mm-hmm. tough. But a couple things happened to them, too, last night. Their offensive line got banged up. Yep, exactly. So if Tom Brady's not protected, they're in trouble because he can't move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that defense, the way they're flying around last night, I was thinking Dallas would do more screens and stuff just to help Dak out, just to get him in some rhythm. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't happening there in his grill all night long. So if the Buccaneers defense can play like this all year, they're going to be tough. Yep, agree. Uh, but that offensive line is something to watch with Tampa Bay. So we'll see in Dallas. I don't know, man. They they might be in trouble unless they pick up somebody that I'm not aware of from a free agent perspective because Cooper Rush isn't going to do it. They need somebody uh, with a little more t- – that can bring them a little more something than Cooper Rush right now. Danny, and let me ask you – Just due to their lack of receivers. Danny, let me ask you this. Do you feel that the Cowboy season is over with? Six to eight weeks, um, that puts them at – if they go the eight weeks, puts them at week number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, still have the you know half of the season yet to go. Yep, it depends on how they want to play it. So they could play it the let's hang in there and try to make the playoffs route, or they can say let's scrap it, get one of these nice quarterbacks, and possibly do something else with Dak, mm-hmm. do something else with McCarthy, and start over. Well, Danny, just to so kind we'll of see you- how they play this. Danny, to, give, to provide some frame of reference here as well, let's look at the Cowboys' schedule yeah. next next few few weeks here. Mm-hmm. So they play the Bengals next. They and play the, the Giants. Want have some, <laughs> they want to get right too. They want some, they to want, them yesterday. They want to get some get right too. Exactly. Yep. Then they play the Cowboys. Play the Giants at the Giants. Then they play the Washington Commanders. Yep. And then the Rams at So Fly, So Fly. Then they, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. And then the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. And then the Chicago Bears. And then the Green Bay Packers. They have a bye after that Bears game. And then Green Bay Packers. So. That isn't a tough schedule, Jason, if you think about it. I'm, I was thinking the opposite. I think that is a tougher schedule. I, I think they're going to take an L against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. The way the Giants look, man, ain't no telling what the Giants going to do, Danny. That's the thing. You just don't know if it's – it is the Giants now. That's where yeah. – Yeah. It was week one. So that's where – all these are – they have division games. Mm-hmm. These are division mm-hmm. games. So these are yeah. usually toss-ups. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. If they can bring somebody in that's halfway decent – they might have a chance to maintain until Dad gets back. So let's just say I, I see Bengals winning. I see the Rams winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the divisional games. And two, the, you their know, defense actually was Dallas's defense played well last night. Yeah, you know what? You're right, man. I mean, division games can just be a toss-up. You know, you just mm-hmm. don't know. You uh, don't know Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones. Look at Philadelphia yesterday. They're up 38 to 21 or 38 14 mm-hmm. and almost mm-hmm. lost to Detroit. Mm-hmm. So if Dallas's defense can keep them in games, mm-hmm. 
they may have a shot. It just depends on how they want to play this, though. If they play yeah. stick with Cooper Rush, then I can see what they're trying to do. But if they try mm-hmm. to bring somebody in mm-hmm. to actually, you know, bridge the gap until Dak gets back, I think they have a legitimate shot to at least go 500 just due to their defense. Yeah, yeah. I think, And I think that's all they want to do at this mm-hmm. juncture. This is get to 500. Yep. And that's paying Dak's out, and then let's see what happens. I think Dak will probably, you know, take advantage of that by after the Bears on October 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, their next game wouldn't be until November 13th at Green Bay. Um, yeah. So I think they'll take advantage of that of that uh, buy. But here's one thing that I think has to be stated. You go into Green Bay in November when it's cold and you, your thumb is just trying to get right. Well, you want to have some hand warmers <laughs> on your for your finger, man, because you ain't lying. That cold set in. Mm-hmm. You are hoping still like that, like that one last late fall day Come on, where it's like man. 60 degrees in November. Come on, After man. After that, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, man. So, uh, hey, look, I, that's going to be interesting, Danny. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Cowboys. Thank you for joining us at That Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.